0: Confused about what markets to include in your NEDS same game multi? Or is the game about to kick off? With NEDS popular same game multi, see what bets are trending with like-minded punters and simply add it straight to your bet slip within the app. Think it needs more? You can customize or add more legs for bigger odds quickly and easily within the NEDS app, so you can take it to the NEDS level. Take it to the NEDS level. Download the NEDS app now and look out for the popular same game multi tab chances are you're about to lose. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Aces, I know I always talk about the Rixies, but I've got to offer you the discount again in case you've forgotten or in case you're sleeping under a rock. We have a special discount code for everyone that listens to this podcast or watch the podcast. It's ACES. Head online to rixiewear.com.au and use the discount code ACES and you'll get 20% off That's right, 20% off, one-fifth at checkout and free express shipping. So head online, rickseyewear.com.au and check it out. All right, do we have a big show for you today? Let's get stuck into it.
1: Welcome, everybody, to the ACES Premiership Countdown. If you're hearing my voice, that's correct because I'm back. Finally, the meat prison that is my body has betrayed me, but I'm back. The throat's better. Mm. Tommy, Mick, you've had a shocker where we got rolled the grand final. (laughs)
0: Uh,
1: Tommy, you've you've had a great week, mate. The Rixie's
2: going well. It's good to see you. I'm surprised you come back. I'm I'm shouting you back. Yeah, it's it's tough. We We had good morale. We were kind of bonding. We were positive. And now you've brought us all back down to Well,
1: work. they say in this industry, never take a holiday, mm. which is proven untrue because here I am. You're back.
0: Back again. Grand final week. How exciting. You're oh. back in the hot seat. No matter what traffic there was in front of you today, we still held Mate, it up for you. They tried to stop me. They
1: tried to stop me. You can what knock me down, show. but I will not stay down. <laughs> exactly. But luckily, you brought in reinforcements. Mm. Just in case I was too unwell, I wasn't able to get here, you brought in reinforcements. None other than Tim Taranto. He at oh, end, it rolls in, but say what I heard the, on a Monday a few times. Oh, here comes Toronto! Here <laughs> comes Toronto! Just sneaking up the leaderboard there. What did you? We'll start off with that because we're coming fresh off the Brownlow
3: here. How
1: was Brownlow night?
3: I mean, yeah, it's you know how it is. It's kind of a long night. Boring, it, aren't they? Stephen's a girl. A, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit boring. You know how um, it is, Felix.
0: Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Speaking like yeah, me yeah. and Felix have ever been, you <laughs> yeah, two, yeah.
3: Hey? Plenty of Plenty of games <laughs> and bugs <bunch> between us. <laughs> no, it was all right. It was good for the missus. It was her first one to go to, so she got dressed up real pretty and, mm. and had a good night, but I was in bed just after it, mate. It's been a big few days, so. Um, you know, kind she's, of she's, she's not
2: listening to the pod. You can tell us. Yeah, she she right had a big night. How long have you been together? It's always
3: – only
2: 18 months. 18 so months pretty sure. fresh, yeah, so first light. I've got a Brownlow horror story from my end. Um, I
1: thought we were just going to have a nice old, I thought we got rid of the trauma. No, yeah,
2: no, you've used some is, horror stories, the is third it, word. This is self-reflecting. And my is aware of this story as well. First time I took a girl to the Brownlow. I think um, I was living with you, Mick, so yeah. I
0: thought <laughs> I was hoping for an
2: invite, Mick, but you decided uh, to
0: go for one better.
2: It got, it was it, Monday Night Brownlow. By Wednesday, she'd broken up with me. Oh, oh, how many yep. votes did you get? Uh polled well. Oh. I, think I was kind of you know, <laughs> mid-teens. For me, yeah. it's really good. Yeah.
1: Well, I hate to say <laughs> it, but the well. fact she left on Wednesday, you clearly didn't poll that well.
2: <laughs> you got a few votes, but you certainly didn't poll well enough to keep her. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> that's very stiff. Getting the so next few days. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, that, yeah, that is hopefully she hangs <laughs> 19, 19 and polling probably well. That's a bit young. No,
0: <laughs> How he's, old good. You? he's quick in the not let's go 19 votes. Um, <laughs> did you think throughout the, the night? Oh, I thought you were going to get more early on, but you actually you consistently polled late. Were you thinking you're a sniff like oh, to be top, no, just to sit no. in that top five for a good chunk oh, of the night?
3: I thought I might have had a couple more early, maybe a couple of ones or twos, but wasn't to be. So after I did none, it was just <laughs> reckon, quite a
2: night from then on. Do you reckon on. the cane corns thing kind of brought you? On the scene, a little, yeah, like you're always we'll playing really that. well. Yeah, yeah. No, then, yeah. That's, yeah. I forgot did. about that. Yeah, that yeah. wasn't on the run well, sheet because it separated the pretenders. Cause the cause real, I, I did it. Uh, I hope he finishes the question soon. But I, I did a <laughs> commentary thing because I always like to validate that special comment. <laughs> and chance, I had to vote uh, on a vote on a medal <laughs> this year. Uh, I can't remember who you played, but you won the medal, and I voted the three votes with um, a fair bit of conviction, knowing that you know, Cane <laughs> Corns won't like this. But, <laughs> but played room. I've got 34 possessions, best on ground medal. But it might have actually. Pumped you up a little bit. Yeah, in the I eyes of probably it
3: probably did. I mean, when it when he first started doing, it, I was a bit taken back by it all shit, and then started playing better footy, yeah. and I was like, fuck, it probably did help me in mm-hmm. the end. Yeah, a bit of publicity.
0: It's crazy how <laughs> they come out, and I mean, Kane's a past player. He's that's his that's his go, but to come out like Timmy, if you know Timmy, one of the nicest blokes going around, hardworking, two-way mid, does kick goals. You mm-hmm. know, rolls the sleeves up first year at a new club and has a go at not in the hundred and fifty.
2: I mean, it's a bit it's a bit outrageous well like and they come after like it,
3: again big the clubs, media
2: right? and I'll detach myself from the media when I fairly <laughs> they see <laughs> they see longer they see longer contracts and you know um, to get him out of GWS and bring him over, like you have to validate it and then uh, uh, do you feel like you'd have a bit of a target attached to you with with that longer contract yeah for sure mm. i mean i knew it was coming moving to a big club and yeah. um, there was always a chance of happening.
3: and Probably not as early as it did, but
2: um, I'm used to it now. But now, yeah. but now you've done it. Like now you've pushed probably most of the criticism behind. Everyone's validated that you probably are in the top 150, maybe even in the top – Yeah, it sneaks in. Probably in the top 20 to 10. If he's so. on the
0: 150, I'm done. Um, <laughs> hey,
2: the next six years will be a free ride. Oh, let hope.
0: That's incredible.
1: Can a great I call. one last question on the brown yeah. low? Because it's something that just sort of irks me every year when they ask players like, oh, you know, how do you think you'll go? They're like, oh, we don't really care about yeah. it, you know, blah, blah. Bullshit! <laughs> Bullshit! <laughs> you even you even sat there and said like oh, I thought I would have got a couple yeah, of earlier. You did the predictor. <laughs> you came in there full well knowing that you know what I'm probably not going to get it. But Jesus, is my I, name on the top. Yeah, I'm going to th- prepare a speech a little bit in my no, head. No, but,
3: no, no speech prepared mm. for me. But, but can hey, we I just put it to rest? Can
1: either. we put it to rest that players sit in there hoping that they win the brownie?
3: Oh, absolutely.
1: Yeah. I, sometimes they play a lot I was hoping to though, get a couple
3: okay. more votes for sure. But Good. Yeah. there we go.
1: But so well, you that's know the how you're
2: going to go though. Again, this is a problem Tim and I would yeah. have more so Tim, you two not so much. But <laughs> you the walk, into the, the you're walk into the um the venue and you have a fair idea how you're going to go with where you are sitting. Like where you're seated. Like if you're kind of frontish and oh. angles angles to camera, camera, you're right on it. Um and if you're kind of in the back. Corners, probably where West Coast were and North and those kind of tables (laughs) were kind of, aren't they? They're they're, they're they're pushed out behind everyone else. You're not going to go that well. So where were you sitting? No, we
3: were in a good spot, front left kind of. The, the, the other thing is the cameras get on you before they actually read out the so votes. So you know what's happening. So like, yeah. yeah, you could be playing a game. You think, fuck, I might get three here. And then no camera comes. You're like, where the fuck are they coming from? <laughs> and they don't come, you don't get a vote. Well, they're but, going like, over to Horn Francis, yeah, right? yeah. why, yeah. why is that camera on Joel or Martin?
0: <laughs> uh, That's very good. Polling yeah. the three votes and a half. There's oh, a, oh, a, a lot. Did so, he pull so, three and a half? Yeah, then? so Timmy, oh. I know you would, as a the, the outsiders, there was a oh. lot of, Unique voting going on. Yeah. There was a Marty he got. I mean, he kicked four, but he only played a half. Got three votes. Errol Goulden to finish the night. Forty two yeah, and two. Oh, the oh, whole oh. world knew about it because there's one round to go. He gets one vote. Everyone's going. What's going on here? Um, there was plenty of the Cos had thirty eight two didn't get a vote. I think there was there was some unique ones. Locking here. We love him. I love him. I can't. Th- you know, congratulations, brother. Two timer. But there was a game against <laughs> our boys, the Giants, where he polled. Yeah, I think he polled three and he Cameron, had 20 Cameron disposals. Kevin seven that game,
3: didn't he? Jesse yeah. kicked
0: seven or whatever, had 25, didn't yeah. – he got one vote. Like, that's where everyone's going, hang on a what, mm. Mick, what's going on? Like, is, is something going on this year? Well, well
2: there was – I think this year more than any, afterwards there was a bit of that that talk. There's always talk about are uh, the umpires are best equipped to vote on it. But then I think if they don't vote on it, it just becomes another media yeah, award, doesn't it's, it's, it? So, for
1: those people that are out there saying, oh, it should be – you should be looking at the stats – Go sit there and watch the AFL MVP awards. Mm. Go and watch that and clap that and, and have your fun mm. with it. It's the most unpredictable award. Mm. It's unique. The count is was as exciting as ever. And this was, in my opinion, one of the best brown lows. Okay, you win it. It's, it's a special award. But it's the most exciting awards mm. product out there in sport yeah. by far, and it's fun to bet on. Who was um, wow, it
2: is. Who it was is. the most I'll ever get? Actually, I'll ask Tim because he was there. Yeah, we should
1: he, probably ask. Tim Tim's no, I'll, the w- I'll ask, ask Tim,
2: but I want you to guess the most rowdy of the tables at oh, uh, the bro. brown Oh, Yes, <laughs> I'm going to guess the Sydney Swans. I want to go with Ed Kernow and the Carlton Football Club. <laughs> Mate, he was cooked. What was with that hair? Yeah, that hair was nah, crazy,
0: man. He he he's clearly come in hot, and oh, yeah. he slicked it back and popped it up and had the bow tie <laughs> down, which I wasn't sure if that was he didn't actually
2: know how to do it. I don't think. Uh, yeah, it. yeah, but it suited him I to a T, and
0: um, yeah. Well, I'm going to
1: say the SCN AFL Nation. No, oh, no, they wouldn't have been. <laughs> oh, you reckon they no, were? No. They were straight.
3: Oh, who was it? I was next to um the Freo boys, and they were having a good time. Lukey Ryan was Lukey Ryan was right there behind me, and he was having a few. (laughs) Uh, Jack Steele was on my left. Um, him and his partner were having a good time. They (laughs) were squealing every time Crouch got a vote. They were going off. So that's fantastic.
0: when you're in the room for blokes like me and Felix, who haven't been there, um, Timmy, do you get up in, in intervals and walk around and see all your teammates or your or your mates you used to play with or grew yeah, up with?
3: You try to, but they're pretty quick on it. Like I went to the toilet one, um, one out, eh? yeah. yeah, one break got locked out, and I was like, oh, I could get a vote here. So are like, <laughs> <laughs> standing in front of the door, but there's three doors, so I just went in the next door and ran <laughs> in, and then they ran to another security out of that door. So you got to be quick. Um, I couldn't get to the Giants boys; they were on the yeah. other side of the of the. Room or whatever, so I didn't get to say g'day to them. But yeah, you got to be quick. Are the Crazy. boys
1: ever filthy that it's on a Monday? Because I always think if you had the brown low on a you know Saturday Sunday oh, revs electric, you name know it afterwards. <laughs> but what's the after party like? Is it one of those dodgy ones? Because I've been to award ceremonies on a weekday and it's at the atrium yeah. and it's just like this is a killer.
3: <laughs> yeah, it was at Crown <laughs> um, and it was at Asahi sponsored party and it was pretty terrible. I mean, don't,
1: don't be saying that, mate.
3: Carlton dry. Cut and dry is good with <laughs> you. Cut and dry, man. Nah, it's just it's a bit of awkward chat, you know. He's like, oh, "Hey, what are you doing this off season? How's yeah, how you been? And what? Are you, good luck tonight, blah blah. All that shit. So, yeah. I mean, it's not really something you want. So it's to look like it's set up to. well, but it's just it's a lot set up of, well, but it's, yeah, you know, yeah, Just people kind not want to get away from footy at that point. Mm, and yeah, sounds like a countdown
2: podcast. Hey, come on, man, we're working uh, hard here. But he has yeah. he's just come back from Thailand. So you can give us a scoop on how that was. Was that a bit more entertaining than the (laughs) round one?
3: Oh, a little bit, yeah. (laughs) No, had a few few days in um, Phuket, which was beautiful, Mm. really nice place. Um, 3-2-1.
0: Give us your 3-2-1 over there.
2: Uh, 3-2-1. Who's sitting near the cameras there with the camera circling when the three's given out? Uh, Mm. Three, maybe Liam Baker. Um, Yeah. yeah. How many Brody did he
3: get? Nah. Brody was was good. Uh, Jack Graham probably Mm. up there and maybe Noah Bolter. Yeah, oh yeah, I know no, Walter. He's a, he he's was um, a good time. He um, was he trying force to get the boys up? going. Is he yeah, force he, well, he was the pulse. So every time someone come on, he'd do this to boys. He <laughs> oh, oh, the pulse oh, oh, <laughs> Trying to get everyone cool. up and yeah. about. <laughs> he was in charge of the music too, and he did a good job. Doesn't still. he love techno and all that? Oh mate, some absolutely gross tunes, but that
2: got us something that's,
0: about. Yeah, he's <laughs> brilliant. I want to talk to one more with Brownlow. You're sitting next to Dusty. How much does Dusty get it? Like, actually, because I was there, boys. I did my first invite. I got to you know oh, interview a few boys, but I remember like I spoke to Timmy but I've never seen a man just swoop past the media quicker like Dusty everyone was like it's like a meat market everyone's like hey anyway Dusty just, just I didn't even burned. see him he just went straight past everyone on his own walked straight in and I noticed he was sitting next to you uh, at the count what were you guys any funny stories at the count or was he just thinking about um, getting home well,
3: we didn't know he was coming he called me two minutes before he arrived he said oh I'm in the uber can you wait out the front with me and I said oh I'm already through and he's like oh Fuck it. So <laughs> I said, I'll meet you out the front where the table is. He's like, all right. And then, yeah, apparently he's just ghosted he straight did. through the red Jeez. carpet. Um, and then, yeah, we walked in and that was it. But, just, yeah, hates, just hates talking to the media, I mean, doesn't he? he? would, yeah. yeah. enough of it. So he just
2: sat right out. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Did his part and we went off. How was – how would you find the year, mate? For first – and had a, obviously a really good year, but – um. A bit went on at Richmond this year for you, you in yeah, your first year? I mean, yeah, a lot went on, um, a bit up
3: and down. <laughs> Probably expected to, you know, be top four and everyone was talking us up and started the year poorly and then, you know, Dimmers departed and everyone was like, what the fuck's going on? And especially for me, you know, I'd just come from a club where we'd lost a coach so had to go through that again. Um, are but, you a coach killer, Tim? <laughs> apparently, apparently, are we going to answer that question it now? It We'll see how ooze goes. but Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so it was a bit up and down. I mean, we had a good patch there, but just didn't finish off well, and you know, a bit of a disappointing year. But still loved it, had a good time. Love Richmond. So,
0: what was it like when Dimmer has poached you? And off, you know, clearly, well, talk to us about what they do when you. At a contract, and you know you, you've um giant salary caps busted, and you know you're a gun, and you are just it's the timings to leave and go to a, a new club, a powerhouse like Richmond. And Dimmer's the guy that's in those meetings. What did he kind of say to you? And then how are you feeling halfway through the year when he did when he did retire from the club?
3: Yeah, I mean, I was in contact with Dimmer for you know a couple of months before the season previous had ended, so I was texting him probably weekly. <laughs> he was. um he actually sent me his funny video. Like I have to show you after this. But coaches are weirdo. <laughs> I just love you guys trading memes. It was, it was memes. all my highlights um, in GWS colours, and then I'd kick a goal playing for GWS, and then it
2: cut to the Richmond crowd in the G of all the fans clapping and shit. <laughs> <laughs> it would
3: be about three and a half minutes.
2: The That's one day the first person he poached from Richmond was the dude that does all that stuff for him. Yeah, you know, the analyst guy. Oh yeah, yeah. took that was his first. His, his, yeah, he hey, took one person up, up go. to gold. Hilly, yes, <laughs> yeah. So maybe, who yeah. would have done that video? Yeah, probably. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was in, we in talks
3: with him for a few months, and um, you know, met with him a couple of times, had a beer at his house, and yeah, um, it was very welcoming and went well. So, what was the draw card to go to Richmond? Draw card, the was, drums
2: when the <laughs> team you know, that, yeah. That's
3: just, <laughs> I I kind of just wanted, I felt like it was time for a change for me. Um, wanted a bit more midfield opportunity and. um yeah, just, it just was a great club. I met some nice people and thought it was a really easy decision, you know.
0: Right, and yeah. now let's go to when Dimmer stood still down, just wanted a break, and, yeah. you know, fresh start, which he can do, he's the king, and now he's <laughs> at Gold Coast Suns. Um, how were you in that moment?
3: Well, I was on, it was a Monday night, actually. I was on the couch um, just eating dinner or something, and one of my mates get text me. Said, oh, get him a beer. Get him a beer, shout out, get <laughs> <laughs> yeah, him a beer. His mate's man, name. That. It's his Instagram tag. He's oh, we know him not g'day, a yeah. good <laughs> so yeah, He's um, a good man. <laughs> he's a good man, though. He's, he's a bit of an um, idiot. But anyway. <laughs> text me he said, What the fuck's up with Dimmer? And I'm like, what? He said, Check your Instagram. So I've gone on Instagram and well, as you know, breaking, Dimmer yes. hard weeks retiring, announced tomorrow. And
2: I thought, what the fuck? Because I they got him before he could talk to everyone. I think mm, so. Yeah. It,
3: yeah, it wasn't official, but it was all these rumours, I don't know. Tom Brown, Tom Brown probably mm-hmm. reported or something. and it, um, <laughs> he's, he's like, We've he's, got, the, got the message that night that the next morning he'd be announcing officially. So Is it
1: true that 10 minutes after Dimmer had signed with the Suns, your phone blew up with a message from Dimmer of you, with like a, a video of you <laughs> and the Teletubbies'
3: Sun sort of going around?
1: <laughs> like that? <laughs> is yes, true, it's true. <laughs> no.
3: um, so, yeah, it was massive shock that night and honestly just was like, didn't know mm-hmm. what to think. Went to the club the next day and, you know, he did his little spiel and, and off he went. Did awesome. he have like an
0: extra convo with you, considering he did recruit you, or not?
3: Nah? <laughs> he he pulled me and Jacob um, Hopper aside and mm. had a little chat, and um, you know said we'll catch up at some point and go over a few things. And you know I said I no, was no hard feelings, mate. Like you, know, you got to do what you got to do, and yeah. yeah, that was it. But you got to move on quickly in footy. I mean, we played a game four mm. days later, but yeah. crazy times, yeah.
0: Yeah, it is crazy times. And yeah, right. I think I was speaking to Dion about it. He goes, next minute you just you're back. It's just normal. We'll move yeah. on. Um, well, Adam Uzay has just been announced. Have you had a chance to meet him, speak to him? He sound, I think I saw a little snippet of him on a press conference saying that he just can't wait to build relationships. In fact, he was even considering getting over to Thailand. I thought, oh, geez, I love this bloke already. <laughs> Have you spoken to him yet?
3: Uh, just a few texts here and there, but um, haven't been back to the club or met him properly yet. So now, looking forward to that. There you go. Can you
1: imagine if the boys were on the session in Thailand <laughs> yeah. and Uzay rocks up, going, "Hey, let's build some
0: relationships." <laughs> yeah. Oh, you'd be filthy. No, bolts shuffling <laughs> in the background. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pulse, pulse, pulse. <laughs> starts busting out yeah. Some, yeah. some moves. Yeah. Oh, it's very good. Cool. Well, there was a lot of injuries this year, though. Like Togs, you know, Big Lynchy was out for majority of the Year, so there's a lot of um, a lot of people that might have jumped off. But you guys have got pretty strong plans to go bananas next year, don't you?
3: Yeah, that's the plan. I mean, hopefully Lynchy he gets healthy. I mean, we missed Nank, Toby Nankhev, so seven or eight weeks with injury and then three or four with suspension. And he's probably one of our most important players too. So hopefully he gets a full season next year and a couple of these young kids are playing some good footy. So, you know, and then a new coach and that hopefully, it, it, you know, climb up the ladder a bit.
0: What about grand final? You've been 2-1. Um, you've been. You've played a lot of finals. What is it about the week that you remember um, leading in, not the actual game, but like the week
3: leading in? What was something that was just bizarre that stands out for you? Oh, it's a good week. Like, you know, the whole finals month is unreal. Like if you get to make it to a granny, it's pretty special. Um, the grand final parade is pretty good. Like, you know, just seeing um, all the fans and stuff on the back of the
2: Toyota. I don't know if they're still on Central. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Central. Yeah, they're doing it. They're doing the, it. The... Um, <laughs> The year you guys made it, the, the town had gone bananas for the Giants, yeah, hadn't they? Yeah, like, it, like it felt like I almost off its head. had
3: more supporters than the Tigers mm. in a way. So it was really special. Obviously, it wasn't a good game, but, you know, the lead up to it was unreal. So jealous of the, you know, to- uh, pies and lines at oh, the moment. Yeah. But, yeah.
0: Did you watch the Giants, pies prelim? Well, Or you were in Thailand? Was, yeah.
3: So we were on a boat, actually. <coughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I was Pat a dug up tiger? <laughs> no, I was on a boat at the time, so we didn't have our phones on us, but um, – Nah,
2: Pies, yeah, got up by a point. looked like an incredible game. How do you feel about it? Like, obviously, you've got the connections with those guys and then having been there recently, like, yeah, a bit of, bit of FOMO, but also yeah. probably wanting those yeah, guys to go pretty well. Yeah, it's a
3: bit of both, to be honest. Mm.
2: Mixed emotions. You're like, you know,
3: I thought if I can't be there, hopefully my best mates get to yeah. win it. So I was cheering for them, but I was also like,
2: fuck, you know, wish that was me as well. Tom talks yeah. about this a bit, and I've heard this a bit about, we spoke before we, we started, but the Giants culture. And, like, it's very much well known that, all you have really up there is each other and, and, and how strong those connections are. And you want to take us a bit behind the curtain on that? Yeah, I mean, so everyone kind of moves interstate, mm. you know, a lot of country boys,
3: boys from Perth, Adelaide, Melbourne. You come up um, this little Western Sydney and you don't really know anyone, so everyone kind of latches onto each other, leans on each other, and, you know, you form close mates and close friendships and that. So it's a great part of the club, unreal club. Um, everyone's really close and yeah, there's no kind of – little groups as everyone's a big group and hangs out with each other, which I love. Um, and that was one thing I was kind of sad to leave the um, Giants, but, you know, Tigers has got that as well, even though it's such a big club, which I'm really grateful for because it's one of the best parts of footy, I reckon. Yeah, what's
1: the, the the difference in that? You talk about, like, obviously there is a supporter base for GWS, but it is much smaller. They're still starting. Hopefully it continues to grow. Coming over here and the scrutiny of Melbourne media, like you – bore. the Is it bore is the word or the full brunt of it? Yeah, it's bore. Bore the, bore right the full brunt of it oh, bore. with the, the corn saga and that sort of stuff. War?
4: Yeah, war? Can say that. Oh, okay, can't be talking
1: about <laughs> that. <geez>. Horror <laughs> stories, war. You, know, bore. <laughs> uh, you bore the full brunt of it <clears throat> with that sort of stuff. What's, what's that like, you know, having to deal with that just from, you know, you have a bad game with fans, you have a great game with fans, just the highs and lows of playing for Richmond. It's sort of like playing for Carlton, Collingwood, like these sort of teams, as opposed to GWS.
3: I think there's just a kind of getting used to it period like the first few weeks when i was copping it i probably was a bit flat and got fuck what have i got myself into Mm -hmm. but um i think you just get used to it and i feel like if i copped it now it wouldn't be nearly as bad and um as you as you said it's just part of it and all these guys just do it because it's their job and they're just trying to make a living by saying some crazy stuff whether it's true or not it's just an opinion and there's always going to be opinions so
0: yeah. Let's talk about your on-field because you, some of your games you played, like I, I know you pretty well, but like we're talking threes, goals, and 30 – like it, to it's kick three – Yeah, like just yeah, everything. And one, I know yeah. how hard this bloke trains because yeah. you used to chase him around. And so you, you had these complete games, but it was off the back of these stupid comments. But it wasn't just one. It was like another, another. Like, you know, there's probably – like there's from memory, there was like four or five
2: best ons in it a right row. Right in the middle of winter, I reckon, yeah, it you had a, had a real good patch. How, like,
0: did you steal yourself – what was it like? Was it – was it just you being you, or was there a little bit of that? Oh shit, I need to pick up my game even more because I'm copying it. Like, because there were some amazing individual performances within the team.
3: Yeah, um, I probably just spoke to some people at the club in the first because I started the year okay. Like, they, the club was real happy with me, but I was obviously mm. copping it a bit. Um, Can I just say as
1: well on that? Kane Corns a statement and the whole 150 thing and everything. I've never seen a statement more disagreed with. Like, yeah. So it was kind of Kane Corns on an island by himself. Like, you look at the replies and everything. It was just going straight at him. Like not many people ever agreed with that statement that was made. Which is why it's a good statement because he gets all the uh, Because he gets all the clicks and stuff. But it's funny how even we talk about it now and we're like, oh, you know, you were confident. It's like, mate, cane corns was going nuts. But everyone else was like, Wait, we got our eyes aren't painted on. We can see what he's doing.
2: What were you we talking about? Yeah. It, it, <laughs> <Sorry>. yeah just, <laughs> Felix, Felix just the, cut you off The, the fastest you've ever solved a room. It started <laughs> no, no, well. No, the club was, yeah, club was, yeah, was, yeah, was yeah, happy. Yeah, yeah. Um, then, club, then you just got to work and... Yeah, the
3: club was happy. Um, but I just I just felt like I was just in my head too much. Mm. I was like, I'm just thinking too much out there. Like, how can I just free my mind up? And that's what I did. I just stopped thinking, stopped caring in a way. Like, just thought footy's footy. We'll just go out there and see what I can do. And I don't know what it is about not caring as much, but you seem to just play better footy. So I... That's what I tried to do. How do, do you do that
0: though? Like, there's some young punters out there. You know, a lot of people out there overthink sometimes. I used to do it all the time. How do you overthink? How do you stop that and just get out there and just have some fun and play, you know, play footy?
3: Well, yeah, it's you just got to control what you can through the week. I mean, as long as I ticked off what I needed to do, to do during the week, I'd just rock up on game day and um, whatever happens, happens really. Did you uh, turn
0: social media away a little bit more or anything like that or not? Just not kept it all really,
3: normal? really, no. I mean, you can't really avoid it. It just comes to you. So. I mean, you can maybe for a week or two, but eventually it's going to come back. So it was just focusing on my training, what I could do, what I could control, talking to good people at the club regularly and, you know, you just kind of get on a bit of a roll there.
0: One more about the crowd because, like, the crowds are amazing. Like, you see the big clubs, they're just – there's some – the energy that it provides even if you're not supporting. You know, I went to the Giants and the Collingwood game and you almost start laughing at how loud it is. Like, when they were kicking goals, you're like – wow, like this is something that you don't see, you know, in the world. But Richmond has that. So when you're playing so well and you're on that win streak and you're kicking all these goals and having 30, like describe the feeling of having all that support and and can, and can hearing it, you know?
3: Yeah, it's incredible. I mean, there's nothing quite like it. It's probably the best feeling ever. Like even on a Sunday Arvo game, you know, you're not going to get 90,000, but even to have 40 or 50,000 there, you know, for a quiet game is still pretty incredible. So very lucky to have such a good support base at the Tigers. Yeah, love it.
1: Can I, before we wrap up on this one as well, I've got, so I'm a, I'm a Sydney Swans man, but I'm real big on nicknames and I love when they stick and I love when you've coined a nickname. Now I was thinking with you, tarantula, but I, I just don't know, I really like, you know, eight legs, always gets the footy, that sort of thing. Like it mm. kind of makes sense, but there is one, not for you this one, but I want to get your thought on it and whether you can help me push this through the AFL community. My favourite player, Errol Goulden, the Goldfish. Oh, get absolutely <laughs> fucked. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to think. The goldfish. Well, you just gave me absolute silence. The goldfish. Well,
2: I'm, I'm not here. I'm fish, not going with into it. Into
1: fish. We've already got lizard. He could just yeah, get fish. fish then. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's how yeah. it goes.
2: Do you know that's
0: what Timmy's short. nickname is? Uh, can we say it on air?
2: I'll yeah. go a <laughs> few. The
3: weapon. Yeah, it's probably him and two other blacks <laughs> no, the big <way>. <laughs> him Buchanan, I reckon the <laughs> other one. <that> <laughs> what is him? it? The weapon, but uh, it yeah, hasn't really stuck. Uh, no, yeah. it sticks. The weapon. <laughs> <laughs> he is a
0: weapon. But what are the nicknames that the Togs they give you?
3: Uh, bone, actually, T Bone. Yeah, that's oh, T Bone. The steak. Funny. Um, I'm not going to name names, but a couple of boys got a little bone tattoo their bodies over, oh, in, over in Thailand that's special we'll just wait <laughs> whereabouts on their, where, yeah definitely
0: whereabouts they put the tattoo on their body
3: uh, one on the ass and one on the uh, shin so. okay we'll oh. spot the shin you boys. probably can oh. find the shin we'll be able yeah. to find the
0: shin and then it, whoever he's mates with will know it's on his <laughs> ass cheek <Yeah. laughs> what about the nicknames at the club who's got the best ones Like, does Dusty have a nickname
3: Ah, uh, king yeah, just King. Oh, no, that, that's King. That's that's oh, mate, this bloke is the biggest he is the, He's <laughs> the king. He's the king. He is uh, the king. He deserves that. What else? Fridge, um, Jack Graham because he's massive. Yeah. Um, meatball. 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 That's a good yeah, one.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. Well, mate, congratulations on a super year. 19 Brownlow votes, boys. The most of um, any Tiger. Mm. First year at the club. That um, was a lot. No doubt uh, you're a bigger and better human and footballer for it. But, mate, thanks so much for coming on. But before you go, obviously you can see it's the it's the Premiership countdown, the Aces Premiership countdown. Give us your tip on who you think is going to win, uh your norm smith and your first goal kicker and why.
3: <clears throat> I think I'm going to go with the Pies, just probably by 14 points. Um norm smith hopefully to go, he can get up again. He's a St Kevin's boy, good mate of mine, so hopefully he can get up. And young Bobby Hill, I reckon, for first goal. Oh, love it. So and, all Pies, yeah.
0: And, mm-hmm. and why, like, do you think Pies, so you think Pies are going to win? What about these two teams? Because you've played against them. What is it that you found challenging when you played against both of them?
3: Um, yeah, well, we played Brizzy just after the bye, after our bye up in Brizzy. And I think I had four touches that game. We got absolutely smoked, <laughs> and they're an incredible team. I mean, they've been top four for the last forever. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're deserving. Pies have had, obviously, a really good year, but I think just because it's at the G, maybe. Um, but I think Brizzy's won the last four or five against them too, so mm. could be anyone's game, really. going to be a cracking game. Anything else, boys, before
0: the big weapon leaves the studio? t
2: off. Uh, <laughs> t <months>. And he's <laughs> off to see the goldfish. Pulse, pulse, <laughs> <laughs> pulse, pulse. The, the
0: pulse is very Timmy, good. Timmy,
2: thank you for joining us, mate. Well, thanks for having me, boys. Appreciate Beautiful. it. Thanks, mate.
0: Great to see awesome.
1: you. Oh, how good. Mm. Is Timmy Taranto. Unbelievable. They're Unbelievable
2: good. player. And uh, they came was, for him. And he was dirty on the Brownlow number votes, oh, yeah. I reckon, wasn't he? He thought, uh, thought, thought mid-20s. I thought 19 was unders. I thought he deserved yeah, 20s. I concur, Tom. I thought it was a mid-20s season. But it shows. It proves
1: me correct. Players go in there. They've, they've studied every round. They've looked at the age predicted.
0: They've looked at the Fox footy predictor. Well,
1: well, of course they have. I mean- But they don't say they do.
0: But would would you look at your rounds and predict a few votes yourself if you were in their shoes? Oh, well, I'm not a footy player, Tommy. But if you were- I'd No, be. I'm not. Oh, you would 100%. You no, would, I wouldn't. You would definitely would go there and say, I want
1: this award. No, I would never, mate. I would never. I was always team first. traded <laughs> 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 trade a brown low for six premierships, I <laughs> But anyway, we got to talk about mm, something. The big, yeah. the elephant in the room. There's a huge elephant in uh, the room. Uh, Arguably the best coach in in my opinion in the VFL, yeah, yeah. Mick Barlow got rolled by the Gold Coast Suns in the grand final. Now I, I will say you're you're not allowed to say it, but I will. That was a damn near full AFL list that they put out there. It was absolutely ridiculous. A standalone Werribee trying to do it for the battlers. <laughs> Weren't able to get it done. Well done, Gold Coast. Yeah. Good job. Good job
2: fantastic. Stick over the shoulder with the little yeah. satchel like blanky <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bill. Oh,
1: mate, there was that <laughs> many. There was
0: camp for trash cans on fire with people just wheat their as, hands up. As much as we're taking the piss, Mick, your, your group, they they, they showed such fight and you're right, there were so many well-known Suns players playing. Um to put up such a fight, they did. I know you come up short, but you—you have to be super proud of your boys. And I know you just missed out, but they didn't stop trying, which is what I love. Because mm. they just—I actually was texting my old man watching on telly, and I go, I go, I think they're done here. Mm. And then you know what? They, they keep three. I reviewed three. the
2: game time, like after grand final. Sometimes you you probably think the coach doesn't review the game, and you just move on, especially mm. losing grand finals. But I reviewed it um, in the last twenty four hours, and it's exactly what I saw, Tom. I saw. The Suns, like that, they're a good side and they're, they're well coached. They've been well put together. And can't take away from the fact that in those environments, Tom and I have been in there. When you're an AFL player, sometimes on the outer, mm. you, you can either go one or two ways. You can drop the lip and kind of, you know, drag your heels. But these guys, to their credit, um, stuck together and, and galvanized. And they end up getting the chocolates. But a bit of talent got us at patches throughout the day, we did feel. And there were moments I think our group could have easily just said, oh, you know, too hard now, like six goals down. But then we got back within three goals and then probably had another couple of chances to get within two and maybe one. But, um, yeah, Then they'd kick away again and then we came again. I think three times I counted that we looked done and we came back and we made – at least made them, you know, kind of play to the end and and um have to win it a few times.
0: How were you in the box? I was actually thinking about how you were handling because it was – you know, it's the last game of the year. It's the big one. It's what you've been dreaming of all season – the game was so, it was an arm wrestle, you know, you, your level, you're up, they're up, you know, they got to the a little lead, you can't peg it back, but then they just had that little lead. Where do you think, like what when you reviewed the game as a coach, what do you think they did better um, yeah. as a coach?
2: No, it's, it's a good question. We, we probably have to, as in coaching, and this is a bit, you know, X's and O's, but it, we early probably thought that the outside game was going to get us for them. So they, you know, their halfbacks and their wingers, if they were to have too much separation, then we felt, that would, would hurt us on the spread because they have a lot of athletes and a fair bit of speed and skill. So we, as much as we could, we kind of equalized that the way we do. But when you equalize that around the ball, you lose something. And probably what we lost was a little bit of protection um, uh, behind the stoppage for us, so through the front for them. So they got us a few times out the front and, you know, our backs um, were under all sorts of pressure when we equalized around the ball. Um, you know, they're going into kind of Mabirchol and, Chris Burgess and some really good key forwards, um, you know, one on one with kind of players' shoulders out the goal, on a number of occasions, um, hurt us. But you know, at, at the same time, I think equalising around the ball actually gave us our best chance to to score ourselves. So that was a bit inside the coaching battle. It was a yeah, an intense game to coach. Um, and, and yeah, there were the moments where we tried, we would have loved to be able to plug one behind the ball or support our backs a bit, but we, we need we knew we needed to probably score fourteen or fifteen goals to win. The hard nature of it is, we score fourteen and, and still get drummed by you know the best offensive side in the comp. Mm.
0: You had um you had some players play super games, but none mm. other than the best on mm. ground. Can you talk to us about you know who he is? Read mm. his name out so I don't make a mistake. But what wh- what his journey <laughs> what, has what's been? What's his initials? Oh, i I'm with, <laughs> well, I don't want to, I don't want to do any damage. No, Sean Manor. So Sean Manor. but he's he's uh, Sean. If you're listening, which mm. hopefully I was actually going to. He's say on his he, honeymoon. Okay, well, I want to get him probably on not. because we want <laughs> I'd love to pump him up as much as we can if we can do anything. But mm. Shawnee, he's kicked six and had 26? 20, 27, I reckon. 27 in a in a losing team, even though it was only you know, three goals. two goals. first half, wasn't mm. it? it was but, mate, that is an enormous performance. Talk to us about his journey throughout the whole year, but also yeah. where is he going? Because he has to get drafted after that, Mick.
2: Yeah, well, I, How I, old I, is he? I think he should be in the AFL system already. And probably this time last year we thought he was a big chance to get drafted. Um, he's 26 oh, great on. great person Um, unbelievable club man team team orientated player Um, to the point where you know, in the last couple of weeks we've actually tried to and it paid off a little bit on the weekend for him to when he's in range or feeling like he can go kick the goal you know because a lot of the time he'll look to pass off and bring others into the game so unbelievable human unbelievable player you know, and I was stoked for him to stand up in that game Um, Gold Coast definitely put some work into him in the it is another little patch of the game. As good a game as he played. Third quarter they they put a player to him, you know, really to negate and, and, and put the full lockdown on. And it probably took 10, 15 minutes for us to kind of go to work as a coaching group and help him and assist him and bring him back into the game. Um because he's so coachable. He was on an island for a little bit and uh yeah, it was ten to fifteen minutes where he was ripped out of the game and it, it probably yeah, pulled our game apart a little bit as well.
1: Well, Tommy, I'll tell you I will speak between each other here because I don't want to bring Mick into this because of course he's you know, he's on contract with a team and whatnot. But, you know, the players, we could talk about them all we want. But the coach, the great man, start to get some sprinkles of some AFL talk, oh, all that sort of that's stuff. That's what we call it. Finally, they're starting to peck around and uh-huh. notice. But you know what? Don't come at me with some little job. No. I say straight to the top. <laughs> straight to the bloody
2: top. That's there's what there's nothing there, is there? Every, all the AFL but head Sometimes you yeah, don't but want yeah, yeah,
0: the, don't to want the top job. Years. But sometimes you don't want the top job, Felix. You want to do your apprenticeship yeah. and you want to learn and learn. And then when that – Job does come, you impact. I'm, you a know? Shit,
1: I'm a shit tradie, but I reckon he's done his apprenticeship from what we saw. Well, you never know. We always, and, and, and,
0: and you don't want to go to the wrong club. It's a bit but it's like
1: good. I'll, I'll tell you what: we we do stocks rising and stocks plummeting. I'll tell you what: it is. one stock I'm investing in, it is M Barlow. Coach Barlow, coaching. But, but, no, I appreciate that. Hey, congratulations,
0: brother! No, you have no, had a great no, season. I'm sorry that good. you hey, hey. that the boys couldn't get it done, but you know, you, you, I don't see any Gallant. other teams getting. Played as till the
2: end, in my code, right? Like the last three or four minutes, like was as hard as they played. All game. And you like this scoreboard, don't be dictated to by scoreboard. Down by five goals and, and we end up getting the last two to bring it back within three. So it was over probably with 10 to go, but, um, you yeah, know, they could have folded and allowed it out to 50, but, yeah, played to the end.
0: Where are you going? What's your plans? Uh, have, have you got any idea, Nick? I know you're, con- you contracted mm. to Werribee next yeah, year? Have yeah, you yeah. had a heap of yeah. phone calls? Because it's been an outstanding coach of the year for a reason. Mm-hmm. Th- there has to be some reward off the back of it or some you offers. Could, you know what they well, say. If you could do it in Werribee, you could do it yeah. anywhere. <laughs>
2: that's what they I think say. what some people do, like, and to educate um, people out there, like what my job is, oh, I'm very lucky, at Werribee. It's a full time kind of coaching role and I get to coach my side and, you know, Work with people that I, you know, bring in and out of the program and have like coaching group and all that, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm doing everything that kind of a senior coach does at the AFL land, just on on the smaller scale. Clearly, like you still got players that ride and die by what the week looks like, as much as kind of professional athletes. So, I love doing it; it's so fulfilling and stimulating. Um, yeah, in time, I think I've got to figure out what I want to do in four to five years, and how how that looks. You know, if I want to be an AFL head coach, aspirationally which still isn't you know, front of mind for me. But if it is, you know, what does it look like? I think you definitely have to coach your own side at, at, at state league level, which I'm, I'm doing now and, and keep doing that for a, a while. Um, And then what other things make up the pie to to get to that end goal. So I'll have a think about it, but right now loving doing what I'm doing because I can mix it up with you know, garbage like this as well with you two. Yeah. Yes. Dig as well. but I've,
1: I have thought that as well when you look at, like I always think that in the basketball sense as well that, You know, sometimes people can become conditioned as assistant coaches Mm. and you go through the system for long enough chasing that head coach role, whereas if you can put, you know, a long stint, whether it be the VFL, wherever it be, you put a long stint together, you know, I think Mm. more clubs have to look towards, hey, we can make this, especially for someone who's played within an AFL team. It's not like you're completely
2: away from it. it. I think the coaches you're seeing coming through now, like Kingsley and Adam Uze, great examples of – yeah, you know, guys have probably they've coached every line. I'd imagine yeah. like they've they've probably run their own. They might have run a development program in in AFL land, which I think's another job where you know you're holistic. You're all over um, all elements of game style, and you're managing your own program, you know, managing your own people. So you're right. Assistant coaching can be very um, like you can be in a little bit of a silo. If you're coaching the mids, you're, you're responsible for the twelve players, the midfield stoppages, and that's it. You do that for eight years, you, you might lose touch with kind of yeah. offense defense. Um, developing players, um, how do you manage high-performance teams? All that stuff, which is um, sounds a bit like co- like yeah, organizational jargon, but yeah, a lot goes into it. I-, I love doing it, but it's yeah, what makes up the pie to actually give yourself a chance to um to go all the way. Well, it's interesting as well. You look at the AFL, and we do, we'll, we'll get off this topic mm. fairly quick,
1: but yeah, you know, the NFL, the NBA, some of these American leagues, they're not scared of getting young guys in. Mm. And you know, this isn't you sitting here saying, "Oh, give me a head This is me saying this hundred percent myself, but. I, I think we are approaching the time where, you know, one of these AFL clubs is going to say, you know, we don't have to take the, you know, the route that's going to appease the fans straight away and get a guy that's, you know, coached for a long time. He's been an assistant for a long time. Sometimes just take a roll of the dice. If you reckon a guy can coach, regardless of age, get him in there and get and him roll into the dice. A, that's and, what they've done in the NFL, yeah. it's paid dividends. Yeah,
0: but get him into a role where maybe it is like in NFL. It's Sean you know, McFay. offensive coordinator, yeah. a little bit. that's the thing. They they get the like I'd imagine the next step, I'm I'm just talking mm. on, on my this is my opinion. I would imagine that Mick would go from there to a senior assistant uh, role in the AFL where he does have maybe development the whole pool, or he has one of those lines, like you speak about, mm. whether it's midfield backs or forwards, and he gets to dominate just below the coach. My but he's beef, involved. He's involved with with uh, with you know with these head coaches and making key decisions. My only
1: beef with that is that sometimes you know Mick has his style as a coach, and when you have to go and be an assistant somewhere, you then have to adapt to their style. Mm. And, and you know nah, you're, that's you're right. playing nah, that's wrong. Culture.
0: You'd, yeah. be, you'd only accept the role if you. I would imagine if you yeah. said, "I want to do it my way" and, and apply these kind of
2: values to and, the group. And I think, yeah, that that. Ain- Like me coaching this, what we've done at Werribee this year is by no means, like I am a small portion of how it's been able to work. Like there's the playing group and how they've been able to shift culture and improve their individual performance. There's my coaching group. You know, we've got a a coach that's kind of taken on more responsibility and taken like the ball movement and forwards uh, as his absolute, you know, responsibility. And I actually see ball movement and forward coaching now differently than I did 12 months ago. So, um, yeah, it's – it's long gone in the days. Absolutely, we're kind of dictatorship, and you know, this. I'm the head coach. This is exactly how I do it, and you're doing it how I do it. It's more very collaborative. Is the word I would use. It's
1: funny you talk about the the group think sort of strategies, mm. but as soon as those losses start to pile up, there's yeah. only one man responsible, yeah. and it is the head coach. That the is. true.
0: off scot free. If you want to go quick, go alone. If you want to go
2: far, go together.
1: Right, you were paying a dollar ten to butcher that, and no, somehow you made well it out there. Kind
2: of did. <laughs> I didn't want to fuck it up. No, thanks, guys. I appreciate all the support across the year. Hey, we got there, Um and yeah, it was a, a hell of a ride. It was a hell of a
0: ride. Before hmm. we talk about the AFL Grand Final. Did you think I wasn't going to come up with something special? I most definitely did. Mm. Yeah, no, I didn't expect um, that. Because
2: the organisation around this thing has been uh, subpar. Well, so boys,
0: you-, you know, it's it's the Aces Premiership Countdown. We do it a little bit different. No, not Jennifer. Oh. I have. Jessica Simpson. None other than the man we've been talking about the whole Chief final Wigan. series. Uh, not John Chief. John Dutton. Not Chief. <laughs> <laughs> we have oh. the man who has lit Ligon straight up, The Sheriff. Blake Akers from the Carlton Footy Club is in the <laughs> studio. Here we go. The <laughs> big fella's here. We... Live and breathe. Tommy. Are you
4: oh, oh are my you God. Mates.
1: That's
0: Blake Akers' music. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, brother.
1: Oh, God. And he wasn't born in a tent. Shuts the door as well. Oh, the sheriff Raised
2: is right. Right. Oh, I, thought, I thought the thing was he just had a badge that said sheriff. Well, the there's, whole... a, there's
0: a story behind the badge. Mm. We uh, The sheriff was rolling around in this Mad Monday and mm. said, I need that outfit. And uh, the badge has <laughs> gone missing. So talk to us about Mad Monday before we get into the. The final series sheriff.
4: <laughs> oh, no, it was pretty, it was just thrown at us on the Sunday. We did it Sunday, but um, yeah, it was no planning. So, Dockerty just sent the message out on the way home and because we flew back in after the game and got in pretty late and then 10 o'clock at the pub and get a kit. And I went to the fancy dress shop and bought something <laughs> and ended up
2: just going as the sheriff for the where, day. Where do you, uh, Carlton um, Mad Monday where is, it? is it in Carlton. I always think like. Some of these clubs don't have them in their jurisdiction. because nah, you're
1: meant to have a good time. Yeah, no, Carlton a lot. Like, it. It's got it's the
2: Clyde Hotel and bloody oh, few sick, other
4: We yes. Were you <laughs> in Carlton Sunday? We were in um, Fitzroy North Terminus, oh, it was oh, called, a little bar, outdoor area. Then we went upstairs about five o'clock. And mm. at, um, at what point did you start getting into the wrestling? Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wasn't exactly as far as some down teams, down. I reckon. But <laughs>
0: well, um, we wouldn't want you doing that because your shoulder looked yeah, very yeah. sore. Speaking of shoulders, can we just, yeah. you know, we've got a question here from some people, you know, in listening. In fact, I should read them out because I do have a run sheet here and we have had some questions. The old dark blues, a big shout out to the old dark blues. They've written in some questions and one of them was how is the collarbone or AC joint or shoulder? What was going on?
4: <laughs> yeah. I was probably playing it up a bit, but it was, um no, it was just me AC. I thought I'd crack my collarbone when I first did it. Um, that was sort of what the doc was saying at the time, but um, yeah, I thought I was out for the whole finals um, and then scans were pretty positive. It was just an AC um, on the higher end, but- they I saying, heard of, hey, like, and you have to wrap your head month. around. Yeah. yeah, you have to wrap your head around every time you knock. But yeah, just like after a game, I like can't really move it for three or four days and then it sort of comes good just like two days out from a game and you sort of don't think you're going to be able to play that week and then a couple of days out you come pretty good and – um Club was good. Not that we didn't have to train much that whole finals, which was nice. Oh, <laughs> a yeah, no yeah. wonder you were playing it up. Imagine, <laughs> he had two,
0: imagine he had two AC joints, mate. He was oh, on fire, which yeah, we'll get to yeah. in a sec. But let's go back to Mad Monday because on Silly Sunday, <laughs> um, the Kurnow boys they rocked up at Brownlow night, and Ed just he he looks hilarious. He would have dominated on Mad Monday. I'd love to know who your three, two, one was on Silly Sunday, <laughs> mind you.
4: Well, that's why we did it on Sunday because the boys had the Brownlow. We um, didn't want to do it on the Monday and then they go to the Brownlow from there. That would be a bit sloppy. But Ed ended up rocking up about four hours late, as he always does. So he got there about <laughs> two o'clock, jumped the fence. And, he's got um, a real
2: deep voice, doesn't he, Ed? So.
4: Yeah, he's a very funny <laughs> man. He's very lively. Um, it's funny, that he's, you already seen his kit for the Brownlow. He didn't have his bow tie done up or anything. but Mate, he was all <laughs> over the shop. As a man who loves to
1: wear a nice suit. <laughs> He was a yeah. disgrace.
4: That's him. Well, that's him to a T, though. He doesn't <laughs> – he normally doesn't have any clothes for training and he just grabs whatever he can find. And jeez. free balls most of training, <laughs> I reckon. Oh, wow.
1: <laughs> um, oh, jeez, can we get the photographers yeah, out there? the Carlton practice. <laughs> See, the old, you remember that BFL pick that went out? Yeah. Uh, you know, I wasn't the VFL, it was one of the local leagues, but a bloke's just <laughs> gone just
0: decided to yeah. do the old free ball and yeah. he's gone with
1: the old Taylor Harris kick yeah, Paul <laughs> and it just yeah. hasn't exactly worked out for him in the uh, Getty Images.
0: Paul had his foreskin <laughs> on mm. the front of the he West. He got, got a good payout. <laughs> I think he, he did, oh, yeah. yeah, I think he sued oh, he got the a West. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Hold God. up, hold up. Yeah, they put it on the front page so mm-hmm. then he's obviously been exposed and I think he got a little payout, yeah.
1: Oh, geez! how do you was I'd be free balling
0: every practice of him and I could get a payout. Well, someone snag flopped out this year. Who snag flopped out? Cody Waitman, uh, I Cody Waitman, yeah. yeah. And it, it, I think it had a bit of girth to it and Lampton it was <laughs>
1: Anyway, um, do, you, do, you like, do you like footy, bud?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, 3
4: 2 1. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's the 3 2 1 who was,
4: girthiest players. Yeah. Uh, who was it? I reckon Jackson Bins, one of the young boys, was pretty good value the whole night. Oh, nice. Um,
0: Binzy. what's his nickname?
1: Binzy. I Bin- Bin- oh, <laughs> just said his
4: nickname. Oh, I didn't know. Um, George Hewitt was, got pretty rowdy towards the end of the night. And then. Best on probably fish Zach Fisher. Oh yeah, fish. oh, you gotta be careful calling him fish
1: though, because there's a new fish in town. There is, there is. It? Errol Goulden. <laughs> the the <Yeah>. goldfish, <laughs> the goldfish. Yeah, I'm making it a thing now. So just <laughs> yeah. spread that amongst the, the boys. Yeah. yeah,
0: there you go. The, the so fish, fish yeah. best on you would have been fed, if you couldn't vote for yourself, but you would have had a good go. The sheriff.
4: Oh, but more for longevity for the night for me. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't all about you know getting too rowdy, but it was just sort of just go through the whole day and get through the night. On those,
0: on those days, they are made way more enjoyable when someone does organise some cool things. Was there anything that you'd seen at the Carlton um, Silly Sunday that you hadn't seen at the Seiners or Frio's, you know, piss-ups before, something new?
4: Hmm. No, it wasn't much. We had a lot like, – they called it the pig pen or something where if you rolled a dice and they rolled on a number, you get put in the corner for, until you finish your, your jug or whatever it was. So it was about eight or nine of us in there, but that, that was the best crew in there for the day. So,
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, so you get put in the pen as yeah. A group
4: yeah, as a group, you know, or just, if stuff. you roll the dice and got that number, you get put in there. But yeah. the crew that end up yeah, in there just, was probably
2: the best crew of the night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds so. like heaven. The pig pen, Jesus, <laughs> the pig, pig pen the was dice. great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: that's
2: fantastic. Um, so three clubs, three different kind of environments. I'm, I'm just thinking when you get married, you're going to have quite an extensive list of of people mm. to bring. Yeah, it's um be full on. Yeah, <laughs> you're going to have to probably start to make some enemies. Sort oh, of probably. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what I do in that area, but
0: um. Just don't get married. That's yeah, really. that's the plan at
2: the moment. <laughs> Have you got a
4: partner at the moment? <laughs> yeah, I got
1: a partner.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, nice. Me. Nice. Um. Let's talk footy before we talk about your finals campaign. How was it? You know, let's talk about Frio leaving Frio going to the Blues. Um. Did you know that your best footy was around the corner because you had a great season and yeah. uh, you played great footy? But this season felt like it was your best season from the outside looking in. How did you feel?
4: Yeah, I haven't really had a lot of time to reflect on the year as a whole yet. But um, yeah, I think. Having a full pre-season always helps and last year I didn't have many sort of injuries or I just had the one last year. So just being able to play footy consistently and just holding down a spot makes it a lot easier, I think, being able to develop as a player. Um, So that sort of was sort of my thing this year was just making sure I did my role each week and then um, sort of built
2: my game on that. What did they – so Carlton obviously really came to get you across, they did – what did they like lure you with at Carlton? What was so appealing about going to the Blues? Uh, apart from, yeah, obviously financially. <laughs> when, when Gold Coast and Adelaide came for me in a delisted space, the extra five <laughs> grand at the Suns was significant. <laughs> yes. But um, yeah, on the field, like the obviously contract is nice, but what yeah. appealed you to the Blues? The sort of um, I sort of went to them. They, I don't mm.
4: think they were thinking I was like going to be shopping around um at the time. So I sort of just told my manager to give them a call. Sort mm. of at first, although that was sort of my first club. I looked at and thought I could fit in pretty well there in terms of um. A role and playing a position there, so yeah. um, and they were keen straight away as well. So when we got talking, it was pretty, pretty, um, yeah, streamlined to be honest. And then
2: the wing role because you were kind of a mid, like inside mid for a while. So at, yeah, um, a little bit of everywhere, at Saints, at Saints. But yeah. then got to Frio and it was was wing, just wing the whole time. Yep, great place to play actually. So like, yeah, I'm enjoying it at the moment. Uh, mm. Don't have to
4: get hit as much as some of the boys inside, mm-hmm. so you can sort of stay fresher during the week and um, play a lot more minutes in the game and. Um, at times, you can be caught out, you know, out, out wide for a while and mm-hmm. not not having much of an impact. But I've sort of worked around that and felt ways to stay involved in the game.
0: I want to save the finals chat because at the end, because we're going to break it right down. Yes. But let's just go through the season. It was a roller coaster of a season, mm-hmm. and it finished on such a high, which we love. But it did get pretty low there from the outside looking in. Can you just talk to us about when everyone was coming for you? I think you were fifteenth on the ladder, and then you obviously went on that huge run. What was it like? Because Carlton, we just had Timmy Tirano on and he's a, he went from the Giants to Richmond and, you know, you're at the Sainers, Freo and now the Blues. They've got a massive following. What was the outside noise doing uh, and how was your headspace in that time? The, those, the, the first
4: 15, was that was tough. That was, um yeah, the Carlton fans are very passionate and very vocal. Um They've obviously had a lot of success in the past, more than the other two clubs I've been at in terms of like premierships and that. So I think they were so hungry for success and there was a lot of expectation on us going into the season um, and that probably did, um, you know, that outside noise probably did linger in a little bit and probably got, got some confidence with some of the boys and I struggled with that a little bit throughout the year, especially with, um, you know, when we're getting booed by the home fans a little bit here and there and that sort of got you up. But then um, sort of put that all aside, probably more so around 14, when we um, we all got together at Ed's joint um, you heard about the little nah, sort fire of we had. It oh, cool, yeah. yeah, it was
2: like nerdy runs and skinny Some dipping. Few nerdy and runs. It's all happening, Wait, it? hang This on, hang on. is what this is what
4: turned it around. <laughs> yeah. Led
0: by Ed, I, I would imagine. Ed, Ed Yeah, break this down. I didn't oh, I been aware
4: game. of this. No, I thought it was common knowledge. Um No, we just the you know, Cripper led it, sort of got all the boys just midweek, just said drive down to Ed's farm for a night and just camp and get around the fire and just talk and um sort of all just made a commitment about what we wanted to bring for the rest of the year and didn't lose the game until the last round of the year.
2: Did the coaches go? or
4: No, nah, it was just players only. Players on. So what
0: was going on around this fire? A few, new, a few, a few boys getting in the nut.
4: Oh, it's just one. A few, a few of the young boys nude jumped race. in. It was a nude race. Like, like ended up winning, got a bit physical and probably cheated his way to the win. But <laughs> Yeah, I've got to say, if someone's getting physical in the nudie run, I'm probably just, that just outstanding. back That is <laughs> Yeah, there
0: you go. That's what it's. That's what it takes to turn your season around, a bonfire in the paddock, get rid of the phones, and a of sprint.
1: Jesus, the Eagles are going to need a mighty big fire. <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I ask? Now, I'm
0: someone who likes,
1: you know, if, I always think if I was an AFL player, I'd be going to the hotspots, you know, where they'd notice you and that sort of stuff. But obviously, Frio, you'd probably hang around Fremantle Market, what get a few mean? people notice. You're
2: degrading Fremantle, eh? No,
1: I'm saying this is where you'd hang out as a team. Oh, Frio yeah. players, you go to Fremantle Market, people won't notice you. St Kilda, you no, fucking no, Luna got- Park, I don't know where you'd go. <laughs> but Ligon Street. For Carlton. Do you ever just, you know, park the car and just have a waltz down Ligon Street after a, after a big game? Like after you kicked the big goal? Did you think, you know what, I might just soak this up a bit and head for a naze down at La yeah. Porketa on Ligon Street? No, not too often.
4: One of the boys did, though he was getting a chance. So, oh, so, so you'd right you? Jesse Moblot you? went down and he copped a dice roll for that as well. So yeah. <laughs> um what did bank. he do-
0: What did he say when he went down there? Was it just like heaven?
4: No, he's just getting everyone was singing the song to him and I don't know if I'm looking for that after a win. Mm. Yeah, I'm I am. Probably heading towards Chapel Street myself. <laughs> <laughs> you, want yeah, what you, you
1: want to go to a club full of cool people? You yeah. want to go to... 20,000 Greeks chanting your name. I know where I'm going.
0: Yeah, there you Blap go. Or Let's get it. Uh, should I leave this kit on? Because I was looking at Blake asking. I'm "Can, can I wear I'm it? getting hot in this kit. Yeah, you can wear I'll it. Wear I was it. getting, um, I was asking Blake, the sheriff, a very serious question. And I just started to think, fuck, what is he thinking of me while I wear this um, kit? <laughs> <laughs> spin, it, spin it around, Felix, and then uh, put the Rick's Mirage on. They're one of the classics. Make your final series. I want to um, – Felix, let me ask these questions because these are very Felix, important. Felix,
2: just let um, Tom ask some questions. So
1: anyway, you know, <laughs> would you rather your head the size of a tennis ball or a watermelon? <laughs> Let's keep it small.
0: Yeah. Let's keep it small. That's actually nice. not a bad question. That's, that's a, a good one, I- yeah. That's a very good icebreaker. Yeah. Mate, the finals, all right? It, 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 you know, y- you just want to get out there. Everyone wishes they could play a final, let alone, you know, all of them and obviously go to the big dance. But then to have moments – in a final, it's one thing, you know. I've had the opposite, the worst moments, you know, and <laughs> so I don't know what it feels like to have the great moments. But you've had three in three games in a row, and mainly two. But the first one, the elimination, like, talk to us about the the two balls you touched on the line, and and then the goal that you uh, that you <laughs> I had. Thought it hit his hair. <laughs> Whose balls? Were no, no, that's you know, on yeah, you, hey, hey, you sit there, don't Man, you ruin just said the he run. touched two balls on the
1: line. He clearly hit his hair.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was in the prelim. Um, <laughs> And then, obviously, the sealer, the sealer and the elimination. Can you just run us through what was going through your head? Well, the, well, the two balls,
2: that was just
0: <laughs> – <laughs>
2: the two. So wagons. you definitely touched them, didn't you? Like, yeah. Because I'm saying, like, yeah, just uh, – that, that the cameras got it correctly right for those moments. was all here; it had been just distorted. 100% touched them, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, like, both times
4: I've just – because I've known I've touched it, it's all about, for me, just convincing the goal umpire to call a point. Yeah. Because you don't know what the arc's going to show. So, uh,
2: in oh, the moment. But if yeah, I, there we
4: go. That's If great. I know I've touched it, it's going to show that I've. there won't be enough evidence to overturn it. So I just knew I just got to convince the umpire. So that's why I'm always pretty like straight to him in his face and just telling him to have touched.
0: Like to um, have that
2: um, thought is bloody incredible. 180 yeah. beats per minute you'd be going and you'd be got your AC tapped out. <laughs> But unbelievable. So, but the wing role is very important. People would, we've spoken a bit about this, and these two dingbats don't really get it. <laughs> I played windy. With that wing stuff, getting, out. like, getting in both offensively and defensively. So, it's been no mistake, really, that you've been the man getting in those spots.
4: Yeah, it sort of just depends what my full back's doing at the time. Mm. If he's looking to come off and support the next contest ahead of the ball, because I'm not going across the ground, I'm sort of just staying in my lane. Mm. Um, so, if it was Weedering or Govan at the time, I just try to get in behind them so they've got. They're back supported. If they get a high ball, I can come across for them. Yeah. So, or if they want to come over and kill the ball, they can. So that's all I just did. And then lucky enough, two balls come yeah. out the back and I was there to touch them.
0: What about on offense then? You know, you, you talk about putting the, like the Carlton fans, you know how long they've waited and not only just to win one. And then you're the, you're the like putting them in front and sealing the game pretty much. What was that like?
4: In the Elium? Yeah. Uh, the second week, was it? Yeah. Matt. I'll kick the ceiling in the first game. Both games. <laughs> no, Both.
0: But. Hey, Mick, I've done me research. It's, it's no, no, the,
4: elim- the elimination final was funny. That um, oh, is, that, is that the second one or the first one? Mate, they've, they've got, got that many one. weird names. No, the, the first one against the Swans. Elimination Swans. Swans. Oh, that was just yeah. right time, right place, yeah. to be honest. I sort of just ran across and my guy ended up trying to cover Mardo mm. Um and then Jack did some a nice handball to me in the goal square. So it wasn't much skill involved. I was like in the goal but square. The so roar. Can you that remember? was unreal, oh, yeah. yeah. I think I had a Swans fan give me a bird in the photo as well, which is good. <laughs> Probably Felix. Um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big Swans fan. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that was that was good to be able to have that moment. Um and then the semi was um that That's, was a funny one. I remember going out th- at three-quarter time. But I was playing on Lockie Hunter and we have a bit of chat throughout the game and I just said, oh, hopefully not, not one of us fucked this up for, the, for our team together. You know? um, he's like, yeah, we'll be right, mate. Should have <laughs> said that to Jack Viney. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, that was another cool moment to have, that, that last goal in the Can semi. I, it's on that last goal as well that you kicked, or oh, you, you almost missed it. Mm. No, I was from where I was standing, it was about a metre in. A so, metre in, though, right in the goal square. Yeah. If, let's just
1: say, worst came to worst, if you missed that, yeah, I'm probably
4: not here.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, they would have come from the rafters. Because yeah. it was a little skewed. It was,
0: yeah, but it's, that's instinct and you don't even think about it. But how did you get there on your own? That's what I want to know because I know how you play the wing role. You get in, you get out, but there's also scenarios where you want to rather win by a point or lose by three goals because you've got to mm. have a crack. You can't just not make a move. You're on your own. When Dockers kicks that ball in, you've got no one on you. How would you get so free?
4: Yeah, well, I think Lever took the intercept to start and then – um. Newman was behind me because obviously Melbourne have dropped one behind the ball because they want to you know, save the game. So all I'm trying to do is equalise and not let, let him get any more uncontested marks. So I've gone up and then seen Lever. I know he's about to kick it, so I was like I'm going to try to smother this one and then um, obviously didn't smother it. So Ed Langdon's come off me to go down to the influence of the next contest and I've just said roll the dice Same. sort of thing and just stay in here because um, I knew we'd equalise numbers. But Ed, Brody Kemp was down there and Bailey Fritch. Kemp he like, followed, pulled um, them all. Kempi followed Fridge, yeah. Fridge down yeah. and McGovern was on the bench with me like five minutes before that and Vossi told Gov to go with Fridge but Kempi didn't hear that message. So that's why Gov was down there mm. as well thinking he had equalised. So, um, you might not forget coaching when you finish. He's got, got a lot yeah. of thought. He's all over oh, it. I do yeah, enjoy, I do like enjoy, enjoy that side you. of the game. Yeah, but, unbelievable. And, can, and then when
0: you saw – like because the passage of play, like switch, switch, you know, two massive contests and then Dockers get to any – were your eyes oh, all yeah, lighting they up? They like talk us through the mark and then the play on.
4: Yeah, well, I just obviously just threw my arms up to so, show Doc that I was throwing the square and, um, yeah, it was, a, it was a good kick just to put it to advantage. And um, the way Gov played his sort of role in that to come back and not let fridge get a jump at it but also disguise it like he was going for a mark as well, mm. um, made it a yeah. lot easier for me. And um, I actually had a goal earlier in the game where I was doing a set shot and dropped the ball horribly and I was just like seeing an open goal square. So I was like, I've just got to get this in now because I didn't think well, I was kicking him. <laughs> the way I was kicking <laughs> him, I didn't want to um set shot. I didn't want to have that set shot, take the thirty, which I probably should have done and going back, I probably would have bit wobbly going in for that one, I reckon. But because um, if you yeah, the thirty would have been it, wouldn't it? it would thirty have would it. have been about twenty seconds left. Yeah. Oh, so um, yeah, I'm
0: glad you played on, man. Um
4: but just in the moment I was pretty hyped up and mm. it was cool to keep the crowd involved that whole way through the mark and then the play on and the goal and Okay, I'll tell you how you could have made that moment even more
1: amazing. You, after the game, standing on the top of a car outside La Porchetta on Ligon Street, <laughs> free garlic bread for anyone walking by, granitas, you name it, Blake Ake
0: is the king of Ligon. You've dropped the ball. How was the reception? You, you know, the king, the sheriff. You know, we just spoke to Timmy about Dusty's got the nickname the king, but if there's a bloke that's a king of Carlton at the moment, it had to be you after that final series. Oh,
4: oh. I don't know. There was a lot of guys that did a lot of things um, in that play. Weedering with the kick he did. Not many guys are pulling, going for that in that circumstance. And then have a kid come on who was sub and in Ollie Holland's and roll and hit his kick. And then Doc, who mm. did his shoulder about two quarters before that to mark that ball and um, to have the composure to hit that kick. So there's a lot lot happening yep. right for us. So um, I probably had the easiest part in marking it and nearly missing <laughs> it from the goal square. <laughs> <part>, so <laughs> I love it. I like, was well, apparently, nearly missing it. <laughs>
2: yeah.
4: Yeah. But, um, yeah. Well, it. Mm. Like my, my role was the easiest part, to be honest. They they did a lot of hard, but all I did was sort of do an uncontested mark in the goal square yeah, and, board, board and nearly ruin it for everyone. Humble, humble <laughs> yeah. you gotta
1: be humility, you gotta praise there. everyone else, yep. everyone else did the right thing. I would have. The- if I kicked that goal, I will just say, I would have run around the entire ground, you know, high-fiving everyone in the front row. They would have, like, <laughs> yeah, Melbourne would
2: have. would have kicked a goal down the other end. I would have been up at we'll be the yeah, top set, level six, 3 six, 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 all that. You yeah. You yeah. would have fucked oh, it. But, yeah. um, and then you went off like a bomb the next week. Like, we're watching Carlton. And you're carrying this wave of momentum from first final to second final. Well, I sat here last week and said, I reckon they're going to run out of like, – it's going to be – Brisbane are going to control this from the start. And he went off like an absolute bomb, five yeah. to zip.
4: Mm-hmm. It was a big focus of us going up there mm. and um, sort of trying to ambush them on their home deck and try to make them fight from behind because yeah. they hadn't done that often um, or in a while. So especially up there, they haven't really been behind there much in the game. So we sort of really wanted to go up there with that mindset, just coming in and throwing the first punch and mm. – Boys um, were able to do that pretty well, but um, Brisbane's credit—they were um, pretty good how they adjusted throughout the game, especially after quarter time. They will be able to pressure him and get after him a lot. Then they um, went to more of a surge mentality and didn't let us put any pressure on them at all. So credit to them; they're a good mm-hmm.
0: team, deserved to be in it. That first quarter, though, like because the crowd on the TV, you could hear it. They sounded really loud. But like, how? What? What were you thinking at quarter time? Because <laughs> you, your mind does go places when you five up, and you know what were you thinking at quarter time? It was drifting
4: a fair bit, um, <laughs> 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 but Locker. I was always thinking if I'm thinking it, it's probably other guys thinking it, so mm. I was trying to make sure to get around other guys and try to reset them as well. Um, but the way you know Brisbane adjusted, and I wouldn't say we, you could say we probably ran out of legs there, but um, they're, they're,
2: a, they're good team. a good team. Yeah. They, they haven't lost there all year, and. Um, you said surge, but they also started to lower their eyes a bit and just they it, were a bit bomby early, but then they started to…
4: Yeah, Colman, was Coleman off yeah. the back,
2: he played really well. He, was, Did um, he, just
4: yeah. a, he didn't we, – think he, we've got him cook here and he'll kick it down the line to mm. Wiedering or someone and he finds another short one, and then mm. brings in their runners again and, um, yeah, they kept the ball off us pretty well and from stoppage they just got the ball going their way and make us turn
0: around and run back to defend and sort of put us on the back foot after quarter time. Mm. How do you sum up the finals? You know, there's a lot of Carlton people probably watching and listening to this because we've never had a Carlton person on this mm. podcast, mind you, boys. Bandwagon, um, bandwagon. No, no, you know, no, you
1: no. Finally, start to have a few. Actually, i like, let's get the blues, blues. I've been
0: big on the Blues. If anyone sure. knows me, who's been doing, following what I've been saying, I've been saying Blues for three years, and this year was it was. I finally get Blake and. Well, there you go. The the, the sheriff in town. (laughs) Um, But how do you sum it all up? As I said, it was a roller coaster. you know. You you were getting booed by your own fans and only a few. I don't want to put some guys to ruin it for everyone. But then you've made a prelim at the Gabba and you've, you know, caught a time, you're five goals up. So it was as, you know, what a season it was, you know. So how do you personally sum it all up?
4: Yeah. oh, at the moment, it's still quite hard to sort of be happy with the end result because we were so close to a grand final and maybe winning one. So – um, but for what the group been through and being where we were around 15, being 15th of the ladder and to finish fifth and then get Carlton's first final in 10 years, make a prelim and, you know, play the first quarter like we did. Um, yeah, I'm still very proud of the, the group. Phone's ringing, mate. Sorry. Oh, man, um, don't worry about it. Answer it. That's but, the rule. Um, <laughs> yeah. <speaker laughs> phone. Should see it is?
0: Yeah.
4: Who is it? Answer <laughs> it. Who is it? Bossy. Oh, it's missed.
0: Who is it? The manager, mate. Oh. oh he's getting it, it. He he wants, wants to extend. extend. No, I'll tell you, you what it extend. is. It's La Porchetta on Ligon Street calling <laughs> now. They don't now. Go to La Porchetta on Ligon Street. Where it's, you go? It's the the best. there is a La Porchetta on Ligon it's, Street. Mate, there, is.
2: there
0: is. Ligon is the, the, the authentic Italian. Oh, it's the premium. No, no, no,
2: no. no. It's La Porchetta is great. Cha- it's a
0: g- chain restaurant. It's the tastiest thing you've ever had. Oh, you haven't been to Ligon Street, obviously. Someone from Ligon Street sent this like a voucher. some La Porchetta is the spot. No, it's not.
1: Granita, bit of garlic bread. Hawaiian, <laughs> oh
0: Jesus! Someone get him to Lygon Street. But anyway, back to uh, before your manager said if you want a six-year extension. Mm. Um, yeah, so proud of the group. Proud of the group, and no doubt a lot of confidence going into next year.
4: Yeah, I, I think we learn a lot about ourselves and sort of what our identity is as a group in terms of like what we're good at and what we need to bring each week. It's probably trying to shuffle that around the start of the year, but um, I know the group's really hungry to get back to where we where we were finished this year and hopefully a top four finish next year or something like that where we're not sort of having to go to the Gabba and win a game. But yeah, <laughs> um, that's like, CG, That's ideal like world. Yeah, but yeah, um, pretty good. No, I know the group's really hungry and um, keen to you know, crack in over a break and um, yeah, hit the preseason hard.
0: I want to put me fan hat on again. I just got one more. What were you doing wrong versus what did you do right? So you're 15th on the ladder around 15 and then you make a prelim. Clearly, not only that – bonfire you had, right? And the boys having the nudie run sprints. But something changed with the game plan. What was it? Well,
4: to be honest, I didn't think it was that far off it with the games we lost. It was like we had we kicked eight goals, 17, or like we have like nine goals, 16, or seven goals, like a lot of behinds that we probably should be kicking. A lot of guys were, myself included, were just spraying a lot of kicks and probably lacked confidence, whether that was the outside noise or just... It just happening so often in games where it sort of built up pressure within games as well on guys to kick their goals. Um and then we had one quarter against Gold Coast in this the second quarter where our runs sort of started, we kicked eight straight from eight goals straight, which we hadn't done all year. And then from there it just sort of, I think, it just released everyone's shackles and got us going. Michael Voss to me looks like the type of bloke that
1: could deliver a age worthy serve, like could just absolutely dish it up. You know, tough play, he's got the tough look about him. Has he ever just sprayed someone beyond belief?
4: Not that I've heard. He's very leveled, bossy. He um, he speaks very well as a coach and, um, yeah, he never, never really sprayed anyone that I've seen or he sprayed me actually at training once. Um, oh. Told me to get going a bit. I was having a bit of a laugh, but. That was the one time I've heard a spray from him, and I've made, made sure to pull my finger out though straight after it because he, um, he's a pretty intimidating guy. But. Mate, he is. He's got the
2: sleeves rolled up all the time.
1: Oh, mate, he's just intimidating. Like He like, seems like a really likeable dude, mm. but just like Paul Gallen,
4: one of those types, yeah. just he, intimidating. He's harmless as a coach, but I wouldn't want to be on his bad side as a player.
2: Okay. <laughs> yeah. I've got, um, I don't know if it's a funny story or not, but I was in the car the other day and I, was, <laughs> I, I said um, – I'll go with it. Siri, <laughs> I've, I've got mate. Michael Voss's number from years ago, right, like all, well, when I broke my leg. Um, He broke his – so this is like 13 years ago. But I had Siri call – I can't remember who I was calling. Call, you know, someone that goes, call Call Michael Voss. And I was like (laughs) – I haven't spoken to him once, I reckon, 12 years ago. So he never called you back? Well, I think I got to the red just in time.
0: Oh, well, these man. days it's actually you you've got to be quick on the red because it yeah. goes straight through.
2: Well, he, in he, fact,
0: I've got two of your numbers just speaking about it. phone calls. I think I've, I'm calling the wrong bloke today. I have to <laughs> sort that out afterwards. <laughs> no,
4: you called me about six times. I don't want to answer. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, no, no. His <laughs> he's this screen is mad stuck
0: in traffic in around the corner? <laughs> One job. Get here for the grand final. He's missed the. He's missed all the other final series, <laughs> and he still couldn't get here on time. Mm. Oh, it's very good. Well, boys, mm. we have got the sheriff in town. Mm. I'd love to get your, you know, your predictions on the grand final. You've played against both these clubs. You've seen them up close. Um, who's winning? Who's winning the game?
4: T- oh, to, I'd have to go with Brisbane just because I played them. I think it's going to be tough to beat Collingwood at the G, but I think playing both those teams, I'd go with Brisbane, and I think Collingwood are probably missing a bit with McStay going out, probably hurts him a fair bit. But, yeah, i will go with Brisbane this week.
0: All right. And a shattering that, story. What about, that, Nick, what what about next week? His, <laughs> his
4: old side. Yeah, like
1: yeah <laughs> Brisbane this week. <laughs> yeah. His old side. Yeah. Can, yeah. I, can I ask one as well? With the grand final tickets, now we know that every AFL player gets two tickets. I believe it is.
0: Mm.
1: Now, are you able to sell them on, or does the AFL say no? And if so, what's the biggest you've seen go for it? And is there, you know, some <laughs> is there some bloke that's you know messaging around trying to cop other people's tickets and sell them as a big package? A
2: really controversial question. Yeah, it's oh, all cost
1: I've price. Made hard, hard hitting questions. For yeah, yeah, we're
4: not we're not allowed to sell them, but we yeah. do get offers for them. Oh, um, yeah. Well, you know, well, no, no you, you never would, God forbid, <laughs> someone never, sells no, those yeah. tickets, but. Um, what do you what do people do with them? Oh uh, da, da, Dave! you remember David Armitage, the old saying? Oh, no, he's yeah. um yeah.
2: he's pretty hot on the text and trying to <laughs> mate, I
4: feel like he, me as he, well. He, <laughs> he goes, Hey
0: man, any free Rixies by the way, how are you going for those tickets? Like, I go, fuck it up. Yeah,
2: he's best mates with Lee Spur, who was the worst at Freo with that as well. Just like that. plenty of mates. Yeah. I feel I, like he gets them
4: and puts another two grand on them when he resells them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he feels <laughs> like. <She's laughs> told he me was, tell you he what the wanted, sheriff is looking at Armitage. <laughs> he wanted two tickets for an old lady and her grandson
1: He's like the can you get a pair of boots for me I uh, mean yeah, she, she's a size 13
4: <laughs> but he, but he said he needs he needs 6 and then i didn't reply to him and then 2 hours later he says just start with two then work from there <laughs> uh, he's yes. a good man he goes right that.
0: on the uh, golf course as well uh right, what about your norm smith you've tipped brisbane to win who do you think will win the norm smith who'll who be the best on the ground Oh, uh, probably
4: I'll go with Dunkley just because he's got that experience already. He played in a f- granny um, with the dogs. I think he just suits for finals footy and he's in pretty good form. But if Collingwood were to, Collingwood were to win, I'd go with side bottom. Oh, mm-hmm. the is good go He's a good winger. winger. And yeah. maybe uh, Josh Dacos on the other wing. He, he'll have a good game as well. No, but looking after the former wingers, the wingers. Yeah, yeah.
0: love that from I you. Um, bottom, yeah. First goals, obviously, the, the only time during the, during the year it's a bit everyone gets thing around the first goal. It I is, but it's exciting. You know, everyone has their little go. But mm. who would be a first goal prediction from yourself?
4: I reckon Collingwood will get off to a good start. Probably I would go with check for the yep. first goal. Just keep it simple. Don't know if Brisbane would have the starting games as well as I would like at the moment. So she can give him how we went against him, but Collingwood come out pretty hot every time. What about the second goal? Second goal will go with a Collingwood player again, oh Bobby he, Hill. Third goal? This Brisbane start coming. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. nice. What about the fourth? This is the script, by yeah. Way. Yeah. Yeah. Like
0: the way. He's got the script. He da- the game well. Wow. Yeah.
4: for the first for Brisbane and then Go like a McCluggage, like a midfielder coming through and get one.
0: Can you right imagine well just on this? Can you imagine this actually come off? It would be oh, hilarious. Well he
2: sees he sees it. He sees it all happening before.
0: Coach, you're really yeah. picking up you have got <laughs> well, a future I, coach here yeah, for wherever we know. Yeah. You could pass, you know, you had the great man pass you the keys. He's, he's already got
2: my game knowledge sorted, so you yeah.
0: might be in. Uh anything else for the great man? And before we move on, mate, congratulations on an outstanding season. Huge. And and uh yeah, just you make, I think Carlton Footy Club made so many other clubs so happy just to see how well yous went and the crowd yous generate. and um, The story, you, you know, to come back from 15th, slot like the Giants as well from 14th, you two together just pushing through the ranks and doing the unthinkable almost was outstanding. So well done on a great season. And um we really appreciate you popping in on the Aces Premiership Countdown because the Sheriff has been getting spoken about all final series and we had to finish the season off in style, didn't we, boys? We did, mate. Yep. Well, Some well. good acreage. <laughs> mm. Boys,
1: <laughs> oh, the sheriff. Now tell me he's not going to drive right to La Porchetta right now <laughs> and tuck oh, in this some La garlic. bread stuff has to stop. has got to go. Ligon,
0: it's or, it's
1: authentic, authentic Italian. Yeah, they've got a bit of everything. That caters for all cultures. La Porchetta is places like. Th- th- Where th- do the Bogans eat? Where do the Bogans eat on Ligon They go to La Porchetta. Oh. You can go to your bloody, you know, Uncle Sal's or whatever it's called <laughs> I don't called. reckon you've ever been to Ligon. No, because I don't play for the Blues. and I don't have to kick a game-winning <laughs> goal, so going. I probably won't be going and there anytime soon. He's trying to
0: convince everyone that La is on Ligon. I'll go. I'll anyway. Play.
1: I'll pull the old Vince Colossima and walk over a car. <laughs> anyway, get on up. with it. Oh, that's enough. Oh, AFL mm. Grand Final. Let's cap into our tips, what we think is going to happen. Brisbane Collingwood, Coach Barlow, you're the man that everyone will be looking
2: for. Oh, yeah, right? mm, yeah oh, I think the, the best two teams matter, haven't they? So first and second, it's amazing how it works its way through. Brisbane had some really hairy moments at the start of their prelim. I think that – that prelim has worked really well for them mm. in, in terms of they would have been nervous. Have they? they haven't lost all year at home. You know they've had to wait for two weeks. It showed early. They just couldn't get their game going. And the way they steadied and, and realistically, what, what have they won the last three calls by fifty points or something mm. against a, a really good side um, validates who they are. They've got the stars. They've got really a really established midfield. They've just had a guy win another Brownlow. Um, yeah. But their role players so on on the big days role players will be crucial. So a guy like when the when the um, the newspapers do and the AFL.com do, rank the important players. You know, Dugowie <laughs> one, you know, Neal two. You, I always look down to 36 to 44 and who is going to play their role the best in 36 well, to 46 really with subs. You know, like Billy Frampton will come in for Dan McStay. So what does his game look like versus um, Starsevich, who will play on Um, Probably Bobby Hill or or a a small forward there for Collingwood and try and put him away. Like, what do those role players do to help their team get the result? Brad Close was an example in in Geelong's run last year who who came in and just got the job done. Gary Rowan had a good final series last year who who, um, you know at times had limited impact across the year. So, role players crucial, and I like the Brisbane role players big time.
1: Okay, so Mick is Frampton, Norm Smith, uh, <laughs>
0: Tommy, where are you sitting? I just want to correct Mick. They actually only won by 16 points, mm. Brisbane, but I know what you're saying. So there, was 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 a 50, by... there was a 50-point turnaround. Is it? Yeah. No, yeah. One, yeah, well,
2: that, well, that it was a 60-point turnaround. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, they the last no, three quarters, they've, they've won that three quarters by 45 points.
0: Yeah, no, you're right. And I think you're right. It was the ultimate test. And, and I think we heard from uh, Blake that they haven't been behind much, the Lions, and well they couldn't have been behind by you know much more in a shorter period with
2: the crowd starting to feel a bit tense yeah, so and the, and the Carlton crowd coming that second quarter that Brisbane had
0: would be if i was coaching i'd imagine i'd be showing why it was so good which is you could see you know clearly visually the the pressure was enormous and they were just pumping it in and once you get into that forward line there's weapons everywhere so brisbane had the ultimate test and on the other side Collingwood got to get back into their game style of save the game, and I think they've won ridiculous amount of games by a small margin because they are so good at scenarios. Um, and you talk about the home crowd and the home ground and all that. This game is set up to be a fucking cracker. Um, and, yeah, I, I just can't wait. And a bit like Mick said, who's going to be those bottom players that can just outlast? Well, let's talk about the two
1: major talking points for both teams going in right now, you look at Collingwood. The big knock on them is can they score enough to beat Brisbane? The big knock on Brisbane is can they win away from the Gabba, mm. especially at the MCG?
2: Yeah, I, I think as much as the commentary coming out of the Brisbane yeah, Camp not fine, is, yeah, yeah they're, they're very much it's a, just a grind. There is elements where like Hawthorne got a hold of them this year. I hate, say, I, yeah. hate, I hate
1: when teams say that. It's like, okay,
2: well, here's an entire that, stat sheet that says that 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 that's we're not true. too old
0: true. by Geelong? We're too <laughs> old? Oh, oh, yeah. I'll tell you what will help. Look
2: at you now. You were too old. What will they, help? they won. I'll tell you what will help. When uh, Brisbane get to the MCG oh, on yes. Saturday, it's twenty nine degrees. Mm. Mm. I'll need the rixies. Um, and the hat. so the rixies, the hat. Look out for the ricks on the parade, the slip, boys. Slop, slap.
0: There'll be a few ricks at the parade, which I can't wait because normally parade a bit wet. They take the sunnies off. Well, this year they'll be they'll be forced to look after their eyes.
1: Make mm. sure you get the copyright from the photographer as well before you go throwing it up on yes, Instagram. Yes, of as course. Well.
2: <laughs> and I think Brisbane losing. Uh, sorry, Brisbane Collingwood losing McStay. Yeah, important to the, to how they function the forward line and you know the, the scoring is there. Um. Achilles heel, McStay. you know, he's, he hasn't been a huge goal kicker for the year, but it, it just rips away what, what their structure's been all year. So I think it is favouring, um, you know, the away team. The, the, the side that will be in the white shorts and I think the maroon jumper, which is a great it's look.
1: It's the maroon, but the white shorts?
2: I like I'd the, like the
0: maroon shorts. No, nah, like, I'd uh, like the double. It would
2: be the double, actually. Yeah. It'd be grass.
0: But, uh, the you know, tradition, they have to stick to tradition, don't One they? of
2: my, yeah, well, uh, it's always interesting. I remember in 2013, this is kind of real sidetrack. We played in the grand final 3 I would have loved to have worn the purple jumper and the white shorts. I thought oh, that look was always What'd good. What you wear? Purple, purple? No, uh, white, white. Oh, white,
0: white. Yeah, white was yeah, white, white was last. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Purple, would, you would have won if you had the purple on, I reckon. Yeah,
2: thanks,
0: man. Um, uh, <laughs> let's go to our tips because <laughs> just to remind you, Felix, because you've been – in hospital, uh, gargling something to get your throat working Benidin. again. Better than
1: fun. It didn't actually help. the
0: throat. <laughs> um, mind you, he's up in the Gold Coast. You notice he's in the Gold Coast, being tra- travelling with NBL. I think, well, your voice must be fine because oh,
1: you tune into a couple of those broadcasts. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh. um, the tipping competitions, even Felix, I've I've done what Brisbane had to do last week. I clawed <laughs> me way back, and you know. I'm tipping Brisbane. I'm going to get in first. I'm tipping Brisbane. So if Mick wants an outcome. He can tip Collingwood, but I'm going to tip Brisbane because I've said Brisbane all year. Yeah, I
2: tip Brisbane at the start of the year to win the premiership. So I'm having a pretty good run at it. Oh, I got Giants in the finals and uh, free out of miss. And uh, I did say Collingwood would miss. I so will validate <laughs> that. Brisbane to win, 14 points. Um, link McArthur to kick a bag of goals and also win the North Smith
0: medal. Wow. So you go on Link-Link. Mm. Oh, oh, not not the missing Brothers. Link, the, uh, the winning Link. Mm. I think – I really like what Blake said. I think that these games, it's a contested game and a bit of experience helps. So um, Josh Dunkley's game last week, it was enormous. And I think that he's a player that's going to have to play a role. He's going to, uh, you know, I, I'm just thinking if I'm Fagan, you, you've gone to Crips. I watched that Giant, I was at the Giants Collingwood game and, and Dugowie was outstanding. You, you'd, you'd think that Dunkley has to go to him at stoppages and then work off him, if not, He's going to, you know, they're going to put some time into Locking Neal. So it's always, you know, I think about like NFL, the wide receiver too. Who's a player they're not thinking about that might pop up. So Dunkley, I think Norm Smith. Um, otherwise, if it, can I can have a second Norm Smith or no? No. no. So Dunkley's my Norm Smith just yeah. because of the way, the, the role he's going to play. I exactly think wins it. <laughs> he's, around the, uh, he's around the ball. Brisbane to, uh, to win. I think Brisbane to win by about eight points. I think it's going to be closer than that. And then uh, first goal scorer, I don't think you went, Mick, but I'm- um, I think McCarthy. Billy link, Frampton. Link, Link. Oh, yeah, link link, 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 Frampton. I, I think, yeah, Frampton <laughs> would be outstanding. I'm actually going to go to Pies as well. I've got a feeling it'll be Bobby Hill. Just a, just a quick crumb goal. Crowd goes wild. Um, for some reason, I've just got Bobby Hill in in my head. What about Star you, Felix?
2: I'll glove him.
0: Yeah, it's one. Like, of As I said, I've got have got this. I'm visualising a big ball comes in, and a, you know, a big big packs, big bodies are flying, and it just pops out. And there's Bobby. You can't catch him once the ball hits the deck. What about I've got you, Phil? Got
1: who I think who well, one's the value for you? No, no, <laughs> you just have to go through. one. I, to go one. Okay. Well, the one that I won't announce was going to be Dacos, but anyway, the one that I think is the Smoky. That's well, great because
2: you could. You, you just said one, but you've really got, got two. D- yes, <laughs> you,
1: you, you picked up on it, Nice. Well, bet,
2: yeah. <laughs> Jamie Elliott. I
1: think there's few players in the league that have proved their clutch ability. Mm over the last probably two seasons than Jamie Elliott. And I reckon if he can snag, if it gets if it's a close game and he can snag a couple like he has been every time the game gets close for Collingwood, I reckon at around,
0: you know, 50s, mm. good bet. The other one I was thinking about was Joey Danaher. He's such a lovable guy, relaxed. You wouldn't even know you wouldn't hear much of his name these days he's up in Brisbane. But, you know, he's one of those players, it's like Boyd when he was at Bulldogs. You know, they they've moved into the club and then the story it's just, it, it unfolds. And, and when they have a massive day, everyone starts to just jump back on and go, that's the reason they got him up there for a reason. I can just feel like there's this storyline that I feel like if Brisbane, which I do think is going to win, just Joey might pop up and be the difference. And we know key forwards, that's why they get paid the big bucks. I reckon he might have their measure up, up down, you know, their measure down there with his height and the way he can. He can kind of kick goals from anywhere mm. if his kicking boots are on. He might be the difference. Um, so I, I, I'm expecting Joey to have a massive game. You know, he lives in Byron Bay and travels to Brisbane. Mm. Yeah, it's an hour Astounding. drive. Yeah, it's only an hour, uh, maybe longer. It could be an I hour. Think it's and a, half. Little long, so a little, little interest,
2: longer. Uh, And Their training base is. I don't know the geography and logistics of it, but I think the training base is is more convenient to live in Byron Bay than it would be if it was at the Gabba. Oh, training base, mm. oh. the facility. Yes. yes.
1: absolutely love it. It's going to be an absolutely massive game. On to a touch, of course, we mentioned McStay, Adams mm. being out of this. You've gone through the grand final process. You know, how do you even deal with that mm. as a player?
2: From memory, I, I, when we played- then Michael Johnson was the one. Yeah, he was, in, he was um, a test all week, wasn't he? And Alex Silvani was going to come in for him. Gareth um,
0: Ibbotson missed out.
2: Gareth Ibbotson, yeah, done a, a knee, I reckon, and the grand then, final. Yeah. Um, or ankle. He some, some limb on his body was not right. Um, Garrick. So
0: Nick wasn't worried about anyone else but himself that week. He was very was focused on the Norm Smith and the medallion <laughs> well, that's around his why neck. not win. Would you rather be dropped or get injured in the prelim? Oh, it's a shock. It's question.
1: a tough one because I just think when you look, when you get dropped, you're like, okay, well, no, well, I wasn't going to play anyway. You know, it's tough. But I'd rather be dropped. No, yeah, I'd rather be dropped good, than I'd injured because injured, you were going to play a big part. You were Taylor Adams would have been right there in the thick yeah, of mm, it. Yeah, mm, no, I'd rather start, be dropped
0: yeah. than just be told I'm not good enough, and uh, you'd probably be hungry. It's just a different feeling. Being Inj- in- in- injuries cause. Just mental demons, mm. just knowing what could have been. Where you drop, you're not good enough. At least you can go back and work harder. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, boys. So <laughs> I look at my watch. It appears the countdown is up. Tommy, it, it is up, and I, uh, I'd like to round this one up, uh, this one out, boys. Because first of all, there's a lot of thank yous to be done, and it's starting with you too. Oh, um. I want to thank Peace you for your, your outstanding work, <laughs> especially you, Mick, because you've rocked up, you know, you, Everywhere. You're coachable, right? You just, his <laughs> punctuality. He's there. He's anywhere, anytime, uh, anywhere, anytime uh, for anyone in the Felix. <laughs> when it suits. Only the big names, you know, only the guys he likes apparently. Uh, must be a big fan of Timmy stuck and in Blake. Traffic and then, and then yes, you see yes. Timmy Duranto's
1: on I said, Oh, yeah. I've actually found a spare time, <laughs>
0: Thanks boys this is obviously the Aces Premiership countdown a concept that we come up with we thought counting down to the to that, you know to the grand final would be exciting it has been uh, but it's only been exciting because of you guys and i really appreciate you jumping on and seeing the vision and and allowing people to listen to you uh, talk about sport whether you've played or whether you've coached and played uh, whether you haven't played uh, it's <laughs> been entertaining so first of all mm. thank you boys uh really appreciate it To all our listeners and all our viewers of the podcast, not only just this one, but all of them, we can't say thank you enough. Uh, It means a lot. We are young, we are new, and we are looking to really go hard. And uh, this was a test. Um, We've done eight episodes for a reason. We thought we'd give you something and see what you think of the product, the show, the boys, the guests, a different angle. Um, It's always good to get the player's perspective and for us to kind of bring a little bit of outside noise in and see what they think. But um, we're always thinking about them athletes first, of course. And uh, we just can't thank you enough for all your support. Without all your support, we aren't here. So, um, and I know you might hear that all the time, but it is true. Um, so there is something that we will ask if you, if you did enjoy the show, we're going to, we've got a survey that's going to come up next week. Once the dust settles and and the, we all recover and we get our throats back, uh, we'll probably be, Quite sick after all the celebrations this week, because we know the town uh, is crazy. Grand final week, but we're going to put a survey up, and what we would like you to do is to fill that out. It's going to be just a few questions, um, but it's going to shape the, the you know the 2024 calendar and the season. Um, and we really want to hear why you love it or what you think we could do better not only for this show but others. So I just wanted to put that out there. But Stop, start, keep. Stop, start, yeah. keep was something we used to have. Yeah. Um, of course, the end
1: of that survey, just the uh, digits on the front of your card and the three on the back. <laughs> with the, uh, expiry <laughs> So well. we,
0: we could do that. But, yeah, just wanted to say again, massive thank you to you guys because um, we get all your messages. We see all your comments. We saw all your ratings. It's it's special. It's why we continually rock up and we do this. Um, to our sponsors, to Ned's and to Rick's, Again, this wouldn't be possible without you guys. Can't thank you enough for jumping on. When you've got a new vision, boys, it's not like you can just go to these brands and say, hey, look at the numbers, look at all this. They believed in what we were doing. They thought this was a great one. So to Ned's and to Rick's, a huge thank you to you guys. And to all our guests that have joined us, um, I won't forget you to Ads Trelaw, Jack Crisp, Dom Tyson, Jaden Stevenson, Nathan Broad, Griffin Logue, Bradley Hill, and of course, Timmy Taranto and Blake Akers, um, we can't thank you boys enough. You're outstanding. You're all, you know, just great guys ultimately, and uh, you're really good at football. So having you guys come on was fantastic. Boys, that's pretty much it from the sponsors. Like I said, um, sponsors, the thank yous. Like I said, there's going to be a survey so we can get all your feedback. We love feedback. It's a bit of a thing that we always talk about. Failure is feedback. feedback. Uh, Start, stop, keep. Uh, that's me, boys. Oh, as I said, thank you to everyone. Um, have you guys got anything Jesus else before Christ we? Jesus Christ, Friends ran and out.
1: Seinfeld was on air for yonks, and I reckon they had less of an outro, and a thank you list than that. <laughs> no, thank you, that Felix. Was. Thank you, Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, of course, thank you to the sponsors, and
0: yeah, we're out. Yeah. One more time, because I really mean it. I just want to say a massive thank you for all the support you continue to give us at the Oz American Aces. If you want to further support us, make sure you like and subscribe, hit the follow button so you can keep up to date with all our exciting shows and announcements. Righto, now it's time to give our sponsors a massive plug. Aces, I know I always talk about the Rixies, but I've got to offer you the discount again in case you've forgotten or in case you're sleeping under a rock. We have a special discount code for everyone that listens to this podcast or watch the podcast. It's Aces. Head online to rickseyewear.com.au and use the discount code ACES and you'll get 20% off. That's right, 20% off, one-fifth at checkout and free express shipping. So head online, rickseyewear.com.au and check it out. Confused about what markets to include in your Ned Same Game Multi? Or is the game about to kick off? With Ned's popular Same Game Multi, see what bets are trending with like-minded punters and simply add it straight to your bet slip within the app. Think it needs more? You can customize or add more legs for bigger odds quickly and easily within the Neds app so you can take it to the Neds level. Take it to the Neds level. Download the Neds app now and look out for the popular same game multi-tab. Chances are you're about to lose. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.